Hi, my name is Anna Kenny, and I'm the 2019 Shoals Marine Laboratory Communications Intern. I'm out on Appledore Island in the Isle of Shoals, just about eight miles off the coast of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Welcome to Sea Sustainable, a six-part series telling the story of the Sustainable Engineering Internship Program and the mission of sustainability at Shoals. Our remote island field station in the Gulf of Maine offers a unique opportunity for experiential learning in marine science. Sustainability and environmental stewardship are at the core of our mission, and for the last 15 years, the Sustainable Engineering Internship Program has employed undergraduate interns to advance the island's sustainable infrastructure. Over its 50-year history, Shoals Marine Lab has been a leading example for how to live sustainably. Here's how we do it. Shoals is first and foremost a marine laboratory. Understanding and sustaining the marine environment is our driving passion. That vast blue expanse is the whole reason that I'm here. The whole reason why anyone is here. What binds us most on this island is the drive to explore this teeming well of life, this connector of worlds. And that magic is hard to convey over a podcast. But if you've ever looked out at a white-capped sea and felt your heart swell, you know what it's like. Keep listening to hear just a bit of what we do for marine science here in Appledore. One thing our educators know for sure is that experiential learning through fieldwork and laboratory exercises strengthens understanding. Our professors take full advantage of our unique location out on Appledore and students leave with a rich knowledge of topics covered in their courses. Lena Heinrich, a student in marine invertebrate biology, describes just what she got from this once-in-a-lifetime experience. Two species of nudibranchian here right now, and these are a type of mollusk. And this one, I think we figured out what it was. But this one, the jury, is still out because it doesn't look like anything that we have around here. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the professors is taking it back and he's going to do some genetic work on it to figure out what it is. And I should not put it in there because that's where we keep the worms. Sea stars. This guy. It has like little eye spots at the end of their arms. What are these? Oh, that's a soft coral. Um, oh, okay. At least I think so. Uh, my name is Lena Heinrich. I'm a student at the University of Vermont studying zoology and plant biology. Um, I heard about shoals from a family friend who uh, I think taught a course out here um, and I took the marine invertebrates course. Awesome. So in that course um, obviously you work a lot with the resources we have here to you know go out into the field directly. Um, what were the best field activities that you did? Um, we did a lot of intertideling and we went down to half ledges um, and just kind of ended up basically swimming because it wasn't really low tide. Mm -hmm. um, that was really fun. Um, just sort of turning over rocks and having the time to just go out and find things was really fun. Do you think being out in the field and doing that physical turning over of rocks and searching connected you more to like the subject matter? Yeah, for sure, because there were a lot of I didn't, I'm from a landlocked state, so I'd never seen 
I've had most of the organisms that we collected before. Um, so it was always really exciting to turn something over and find something new and then be able to go out on my own and know where to find these things and know what they're called. And so that was definitely really valuable to me. You used the sealer tables quite a bit, right? Yeah, we had a couple of CE tables that yeah. we were utilizing. So how did that access to the C tables and that lab component benefit your learning experience in the class? Um, one of the things that we did, which I also found really beneficial, was that we would take the things that we collected in intertitling back to the C table and then go through and identify everything and draw the things that we collected and figure out how they're classified and related to each other. And so having that field notebook and being able to look at things under the dissecting scope really helped solidify um, understanding and helping memorize the things that we encountered. Do you think that knowing how to name things or knowing how to identify things and kind of knowing what's out there makes you think more about your impact? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a huge botany nerd and I'm always wanting, I'm always learning about new plant species and, I'm, and it just helps you see more um, and be more aware of the habitats that you're in and um, it kind of connects you more to those places. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really important. Our engineering students offer important insight to keep our systems running. And while they primarily work to meet the water and power needs of our island inhabitants, they also serve as a fantastic resource for the biologists who are the heart and soul of our marine science research. With their help, any experiment is possible. Our sustainable engineers gain experience in considering different perspectives, which is just one unique aspect of our sustainable engineering internship program. 2019 SCIs Val and Colleen discussed the challenges and creativity involved in engineering focused on optimizing our seawater tables. Hey guys. Hi. I'm Colleen. I'm an SEI intern from Granby, Connecticut, and I'm a civil engineering senior at the University of New Hampshire. And I'm Valentine. Um, I'm a rising junior at Cornell University studying environmental engineering. Um, I'm also one of the SEI students here. Um, yeah. Yeah, so thanks for sitting down to talk with me today. I just want to ask you a few questions about your project, specifically your project with the seawater tables or the saltwater tables that are kind of all across the island. They're really important, obviously, for our classes and for our research. And I just want to know, can you describe your project with them and how this project came about and what are your objectives with this project? At the end of the 2018 season, some of the faculty noted that the water was getting too warm for their creatures and it, some of them were being agitated or they were dying. So we have been tasked with seeing if it's the case that it's, the water is too warm, where it's too warm, and make suggestions on how to fix it. So uh, what makes this project unique compared to your other projects? I know a lot of the other projects have to do with maybe power systems, that sort of thing. Why does this project stand out? Yeah, so I think that this one is mainly about salt water. Um, all of the other ones have to do with sustaining the people on this island, but the saltwater system is the most important to Appledore just because it is what surrounds all of the research um, for the marine lab. Um, 
so it's really cool that we get to interact with the biologists and uh, see all the research they're doing and how we can help them sustain that. So you mentioned interacting with the biologists a lot. Uh, so I'm wondering if that understanding or acknowledgement of the biological perspective has shaped your perspective on this engineering task or on engineering tasks in general. For a lot of engineering tasks, you have strict guidelines on how you're going to do them. So you have like your experiment all designed and you have very rigid parameters and you like, I'm going to set the flow to this, I'm going to set this other item to a certain point. But we didn't really get that with this because we were at the mercy of the biologists. It was their tanks, they allowed us to monitor them, but they still had to run their projects. What are some of the things you had to do to kind of compromise with their needs? Um, so one of the only tables we were allowed to completely regulate the flow was the PK North table. Um, so in that case, um, there was a lot of organisms in there, um, so they welcomed the idea of a regular constant flow. Um, and so we zip-tied all of the nozzles that had incoming water. Um, that way we could get a solid retention time. But on the other hand, the latent tanks and Kiggins tanks, um, they have to be routinely cleaned out. Um, some of the creatures in there need a gentle flow, some need um, a faster flow. So it really was at the mercy of the biologists and we weren't able to um, really control those tanks, but at least we were able to monitor them um, and see what was going on. The sea tables are supplied with actual seawater from around Dappledore. Is it more difficult to do like a controlled experiment when you're dealing with a resource that's from out in nature? Yeah, so we found that we actually had a monitor in the ocean pump as well, so that was 10 feet below the surface, um, depending on the, the tide. Um, but we noticed that the ocean was also fluctuating in temperature and DO. Um, so it was interesting um, looking at the two-week period. Uh, you can see a rise over time, not just hourly fluctuations. Um, so that definitely um, will change our recommendations in the end um, instead of if we had some sort of controlled source that always had a constant temperature um, and dissolved oxygen level. So what are your recommendations going to be? What have you discovered? And is there a future for this project? The water has definitely been getting warmer as we progress into the warmer months of the summer. At the beginning of our trial, everything was within the parameters that we had deemed acceptable for the variety of sea life that we had. However, it has been getting warmer, and even though the average we found was within our acceptable range, there were days where it was getting way too warm, and some of the biologists did mention that even right now some of the creatures are getting distressed. Yeah, um, and so a few of the solutions that we're thinking about right now um, is just increasing the flow rate into the tanks. Um, if we increase the flow, then the amount of time the water spends in the tank will decrease. Um, and that way it just has less time to heat up um, and spend time in the tank. Um, we're also thinking about putting the pump inlet um, at a lower uh, depth. That just means that we're drawing colder water because it's uh, farther away from the sun. Um, another idea that we had was to have a fan experiment just to blow across the surface of the water on the tanks um, to have some evaporative cooling. 
Um, so these are just some ideas. We're running experiments still, um, and we can hopefully get results. talk about plastic. There are many threats to the marine environments we cherish here at Shoals, but plastic pollution is one of the most pervasive. Single-use plastics are widely distributed and too often poorly disposed of, even when they're supposedly being recycled. According to the Ocean Society, between 4 and 12 million tons of plastics enter the ocean each year, and that number is only expected to increase. And what's worse, plastic is forever. It takes centuries to degrade, and when it does break down, it becomes microplastic, tiny pieces which can be ingested by organisms, disrupting our ecosystems and our food supplies. It is estimated that the majority of sea turtles and seabirds have ingested plastic in their lifetime, and this problem has even made its way to shoals. Our seabird and plastic pollution internship is designed to help us figure out how much plastic our populations are consuming, and our marine mammal interns report plastic entanglements often. Luckily, reducing plastic pollution is one of the easiest conservation initiatives to participate in. Try eliminating single-use plastic from your life. Start with reusable mugs, utensils, and grocery bags. Look for products with minimal plastic packaging. Strive to complete a plastic-free week, then a month, and so on. You'll start to see just how easy it really is. And the turns, seals, anemones, and mackerel of Appledore will thank you. listening to Sea Sustainable. If you'd like to learn more about Shoals Marine Laboratory and how you can get involved, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, like us on Facebook, or go to shoalsmarinelaboratory.org for tons of cool information. Check out our upcoming episodes on the freshwater, saltwater, wastewater, and power systems on Appledore, and follow the work of the 2019 Sustainable Engineering interns. We hope that you'll tune in again, and if you have the chance, come out to Appledore. It's worth it.